Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma. I'm Chippy. She's still feeling a bit below par, aren't you, lovey? Yeah, I think you can see in the eyes. Look, can, we can hear in there. That's a good liner, though. Oh, you know why? Because I did what you did. The other day I was watching you. Actually, you were doing a live and you I watched it retrospectively. Yeah. Yeah, how some people, what do they say? Hashtag replay, replay, hashtag replay. Yeah, I watched, I watched it, hashtag replay. And then when I write, normally I do my liner, I yeah. got quite sweaty lids. Yeah, right. so lots of people have sweaty lids. So, but when I do like um, not a column liner, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it sort of like melts. So, but then when I saw you do, what you did was you went over your liner with a brush and something else. So I yeah. went over with a bit of eyeshadow and it seems to have stayed. Yeah. Oh, that one that's my ultimate. I don't yeah, know, that one's great. that one's a bit smudgy. Oh, but I mean, it it's better than what it would normally be like at this time of that's day. My <laughs> number one makeup tip, yeah, is if you feel like you do a wobbly liner, or your liner doesn't stay put, or it looks like sometimes if you do a like a pen liner or a liquid liner, like for me, it looks too perfect, too like you've made a real effort yeah and I don't like that so if you get a, an angled brow brush or something like that and you put a bit of eyeshadow over the top then if you've got wibble wobble it will even out the wibble wobble and it just makes it look a bit better I think it's my number one top tip so as seen on Gemma Bray aka the organized mum yeah so I was I was going through my YouTube comments which I never normally do before we really, and some very lovely lady called Anne um, was yeah. very um, on my last YouTube video. And she was like, Gemma, are you all right? You seem to get yourself a little bit of a little bit of a tiz at the start of that video. <laughs> you don't seem <laughs> your normal self. Please don't take this the wrong way or something. And I was like, Anne, 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 you're quite right, Anne. I wasn't feeling quite myself. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> yeah. What was your first clue? Oh, Anne. I said, I did, I did, I did say to Mike, get me in that gym. Let me lift something heavy. It's not a child. It's not a child. Preferably coated in neoprene plastic coating. Lovely. Um, You know, and just let me lie on a gym mat and just smell the gym. Oh, yeah. I've also got my hair appointment booked in for the 14th. Yeah, I'm never getting my hair done again. Oh, why not? Well, I haven't had it done for three years. You must cut it. I cut it myself. Mm. Yeah, but it doesn't look like you cut it yourself. So when well, that's good, but I figured, like, I'll just cut it. I look like I've been taken through a hedge anyway. On, on so not pay for that. So on Monday, are you allowed to paint faces again? Yeah. I don't know yeah I think I haven't looked I haven't looked to be honest I haven't looked to be honest because I don't work in a clinic or a salon so I think because I don't work in a clinic or a salon I have probably technically been able to work in a sort of way because yeah. 
if I go somewhere to someone's house or something to work and I wear my, my visor and my mask and I follow all the hygiene protocol, I have a feeling that if that, it, I think the thing with lockdown is, is if you can work from home, work from home. And I think if you're an individual person, then technically I have to work and I could go and do makeup, I think. I think it, I, what I mean is I think it's slightly different for me because I don't work. I think salons and clinics and, and medi spas and places like that where obviously you have lots of people coming in and out and you have lots of people working there and there's different protocols. Whereas I have a feeling that as an individual, I maybe could have done, indiv like lots of makeup artists have still been working. Mm. But they work for themselves and they work on individuals. Mm. And they will have to follow protocols. And like my friends, I have friends who've been working on film sets. And they have to do three COVID tests a week. They have to wear a visor and a mask, even when they're outside. Um, and if one, I think if one person in the team gets COVID, they, the whole team gets switched. Switched? Yeah. So if, if you're if someone on your team gets COVID, everyone's out, and a new team gets brought in. What if they're giving it to the actresses? The actors. Well, I don't think I don't think I think that there are such it, it's strict things in place that that wouldn't happen. Mm. Because actors usually have their like a, a star. Like you'll have makeup artists who do crowd rooms, and then you have makeup artists who do individuals so like if Kate Blanchett is doing a a film she'll have Morag Ross go and do her makeup but she, Morag will only do her makeup she won't do anyone else's if you see what I mean so I think you probably they just can't mix with the other makeup artists as much or this is exciting isn't it content I mean I made myself know. a turmeric latte last night and Mike didn't stop taking the piss out of me did you like it though? I've had loads in the past. It's just the first time. All right. Just saying. Yeah, but you're like, I, I came up with it first. I did it first. I've had loads. I had them in the womb. And he was like, ooh, turmeric latte. I'm from Seven Oaks. I'm like, no. I said, everyone has a turmeric latte. And he's like, take it in. I was like, it's Did you plonk him around the head with his? And I'm trying to look after myself. I'm trying to get enough sleep. I'm trying to fuel my body with nice things. <laughs> Do you know it has been linked to, you know this probably, I have it written down somewhere, not here. It's been linked to like brain synapse connectivity. What, turmeric lattes? Turmeric. Has it? Turmeric's power. Yeah. yeah, so it's been linked to that. So can help with dementia like prevention they think that's that's all I've got without the note um so you were you were I mean usually we you go what we're going to talk about and I'll say something but then I was just sitting down to have a nice quiet lunch and you said are you ready I've got lots to say 
it's like oh buckle up everyone buckle up laundrettes she's I would going just, I would just okay should I just I'll just go um I just like <laughs> to say I apologize to anybody who works in an admin position for the NHS chances are I have phoned you at some point this week <laughs> <laughs> has anyone ever gone are you Gemma Bray from your nice no. no god can you imagine so <clears throat> I've obviously been feeling a little bit fragile and when you feel a little bit fragile and wibbly wobbly I think we can all agree with the, that, that you don't weather things as well as you would if you weren't feeling no. wibbly wobbly or fragile right yeah um so okay everybody strap in I actually said to one woman when I buckle up I said right yeah. Yeah. Help you I hope you're sitting buckle down <laughs> I hope you've got a cup of tea <laughs> so basically we, we all know that I'm don't get really across to me because if someone says can I help you I go I go I don't know can you and Joe's like oh don't don't start <laughs> so we all know that I moved house I've talked about it really yes I've moved I moved in December I moved before the day before my anniversary anyway um I, I emailed I phoned my doctor surgery and I said we're moving house and they said oh don't tell us on the phone because covid this is really annoying me okay I need to get this out the amount of things no. that are slow because covid but also it's like by the time you've said that couldn't you've just put tapped it into a computer sorry sorry to anyone who's going to say that we're going to get some laundrettes who say you can't just tap it into a computer because you've got to do i get it i get it but it's that thing where it's like to the uninitiated it feels quite a simple thing right and i am yeah. i am aware that throughout this process i probably have been very unreasonable right so i i know that i know it's human to be unreasonable but i am peri or pre or what menopausal and on top you're of not that, but carry on been to the gym for fuck knows how long i am a woman on the edge right <laughs> a poor man called john got it in the neck right so so i said to the woman i should email it so i said, I said a very lovely long polite email in december and then so mike is mid 40s chippy's actually just walked off she's probably gone to do some cleaning I'm, I'm putting on um you've reminded me to put on my set balance essential oils maybe it will waft through the phone and calm Gemma. so so, anyway, so i said that's gone off into the system i trust them to do their jobs properly mistake number yeah. one there mistake number one there was no follow-up call from me a week later so where are we now april so the start of this week, I thought, I'll just check that the doctor's got our change of address because obviously Mike's mid-40s, um, you know. She's really, you're really, you know, Mike is, is that like, no, since we've been on the phone, you're like, Mike is, is 40s, mid-40s, Mike is 40s. Poor Mike, just so he's not sensitive about his age. To someone, I have an elderly husband. <laughs> and then I said to you you're in your 40s and you went oh you yeah don't have old as your husband well you're right he's 44 whatever anyway so I phoned him up and I said I just want to check you got to change your address I emailed it over but didn't hear anything oh well we are a little bit, high, bit behind with the emails and I went I sent it in December and she went oh we're not that behind so tap tap tip tap tapped 
She's very lovely, very polite. She went, oh, we've still got your old email address. address. I was like, oh, okay, my new email, my new address is blah. Oh, you're in, the, you're in a different village. We can now no longer see you. That's okay. Thank you. I'll phone the new surgery, right? So I'll phone, I'll phone the new surgery. Da, 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 da. Hello, I'd like to join. We're not accepting patients. Oh, okay. Phone my old surgery. New surgery, aren't accepting patients. Oh, well, we now know that you live out of the area. So legally, we can't treat you either. So I am GP. Very weird. GP-less, right? So I phoned back my prospective surgery and they were like, you need to phone the allocation team and they will probably allocate us anyway to you. I was like, well, I probably should just register with you then, really. I can't do that. Right, okay, so phone the allocation team. Just constant answer phone. Sorry, no one is here. Sorry, no one is here. Sorry. So I left some messages and I thought, well, I'll email them. Three bounce backs. I'm like, I can't be typing it in wrong three times. I mean, I work on social media. Like, I know how to type. So, uh, so, so long story short, it took me three and a half days to actually get through to someone who was able to help me. I've still not joined a Jeep. I've still not joined one. I am still GP-less. It took me three and a half days to actually find someone who could help. Also, in the process, managed to report to... Kent that the allocation team email was broken so I'll fix that for them they wouldn't have known that's that, good that wasn't for me um, okay, okay, so are you sure you're spelling it right yes I am sure I am I am crystal that I am spelling this right um Ooh. anyway some poor man called John got it in the year earlier on this morning and he did say to me at one point please don't talk to me like that <laughs> I don't like it. I've had a couple of people. Um, I get it. I'm, I'm, I do always say I have worked in customer services. If anyone ever went to Tower Records Piccadilly in 2001, 2000, maybe, uh, I was on the customer services desk there. I do always say, I know this isn't your fault. I did say that. I did. But the fact is, it may not be your fault, but the person whose fault it is has put you in charge of dealing with the shit. Well, and, and also, he kept talking yeah, and also, it's not my fault either. Well, he kept talking over me. He said, you need to dial, oh, what, as I've done that. And he carried on saying the number, I've done that. I've done that until I'm blue in the face, John. John, Derek, Tony Chase. <laughs> I think, I don't think they'll be able to track down the specific one. So um, I, I said to him, I'm sick of being fobbed off. That's not a thing. Yeah, no. Anyway, please don't talk to me like that. I take pride in my job. Oh, oh John. Oh, John. It wasn't about you. No one was dissing your job or, or the fact that you were doing it right, but it's frustrating. I when we moved, um I had spoken to BT about the move quite extensively. And we didn't have internet. Bear in mind, both of us work on the internet. And by that, I mean, like I was writing and Instagramming and doing YouTube and stuff. And Joe was um, doing like data science. You know, we work on the internet. Um, we didn't have the internet for three months. At one point, I spent seven hours in one day to their call centre in India, and I I became so angry, I thought I was actually going to die. I just, 
I became so angry I was like I just can't function anymore and I don't know how I don't know how to function and Joe had to just come and take the, the phone away from me because I was just sort of prone on the floor like I can't do anyway we're not with BT um and what was really annoying is they said things to me like what you have to do is you pay for more data on your phone and then BT will refund you so I pet that's what I did. And then BT were like, here's 12 pounds. And I was like, no, I've been spending like 80 pounds because that's what BT told me to do. And they were like, no, we have a limit of 12 pounds. And I was like, right. Anyway, it was awful. It was so awful. It psychologically damaged me from moving. It's, 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 it's it, things shouldn't have to be that hard and I said to John I said a couple of things to John the first thing I said to John was right I, I did say at the end I'm sorry if I came across as rude John I'm just very frustrated and he said I can, yeah. I can hear the frustration in your voice Gemma and I was like yeah it's always like why are we making friends at the end why can't you hear the frustration at the beginning Michael and yeah, sort it, so I said to them if I was hard of hearing or elderly or English wasn't my first language I said I said, what are these people supposed to do? I said, on your recorded message that I listen to whilst I'm holding, it says, anyone can join a GP in the U. And I'm there going, can they? Can they? Can they? <laughs> you make it sound. Um, well, that's the thing. It's, I think it is this thing of like, it's, it is a deeply difficult job, but the company, that I worked for previously, um, their customer services are so defensive. Yeah, you could, he was on the defensive. From the get-go. Yes, he was obviously. And I get that, that you don't come flying out of the womb defensive. But should I tell you, um, this is a tip. I can't remember the exact name of it, but it's something like petinsurance.co.uk. I swear, my dogs are insured. And they have the best customer services. I'm really, I really notice it. It's partly from having worked in customer services and partly um, because nowadays I feel like companies and probably because they have to have such a firm, it's not our problem, it's not our fault from the get-go that I now really notice it when there is great customer services. And pet petinsurance.co.uk I've spoken to them twice once because I got confused I insured two dogs only accepted the quote for one dog phoned up and was like why is only one dog insured and they were like because you accepted one quote twice so it was my fault but they weren't like because you're a twat they were like let's sort that out for you that's absolutely fine and then I phoned up to add the third dog and they were charming really nice Huel as in H-U-E-L, incredible customer services. Uh, Daniel Sandler Cosmetics, incredible customer services. Those are three people that, and I think it's remarkable, there's three people that I can name off the top of my head that have like proper, and uh, such good customer services. Huel has such good cost, customer services that I messaged their head office and said, I can't remember what he was called, is the best customer service person I've ever spoken to because I'd ordered something and I didn't like the taste of it. Yeah, so but look, look, look what I didn't like the taste of the thing you sent me. 
Yeah. And he was like, that's absolutely fine. I'm going to send you this one. It's much nicer. You're much but look more what you've just done. You've just gone on your my insanely d- popular podcast. It's and just, just the world. free advertising. So it, pay, you know, it pays off. It totally pays off. But what was so nice was that it, they were really human. All mm. three of them spoke to me like I was a person and they, the approach felt very individual. And I think that now you get trained to an, within an inch of your life. Like I, when I was doing customer services, I was trained um, that the customer was always right, obviously, um, and just to be very polite. And um, that was about it. Like you've got a brain, use it, call your manager if you need to, be polite, be firm if you need to be, etc but now it's like and I know from the training of the company I've just left everything is very defensive and everything is like when you might not be right we're probably right and you're doing something wrong and I think that probably makes people more Mm. angry and then quite often you do end the call being like sorry we were both defensive whereas I ended the whole conversation by messaging their head office doing a tweet about how amazing their customer service was. Daniel Sandler, I haven't spoken to them for years and I still remember being like, that's incredible. And yeah, the the dog insurance people, I just didn't even bother looking for quotes for the third dog because I was like, I wanna speak to the nice man again, who's gonna make it all okay. (laughs) I think it is really important. And I, I mean, I'm sure we've got laundrettes who work in customer services and I bet you get a real, raw deal and I bet probably it's increased during oh mum and you mum and you are great mum and you do eco nappies Gemma's literally like we stop just name dropping but mum and you do eco nappies and wipes really good um they work really well but what I love is when you phone their customer services you get a mum working from home so quite often you'll be like, oh, I was expecting my delivery today because I'd messed up online and got confused about my delivery days. But I'm running out of nappies and blah, blah, blah. And then, she, and then they'd be like giggling in the background. She'd be like, sorry, I've got my twins today. And I had my baby there. And it was just so nice. I was like, you're genuinely putting your, your you're walking the walk by like employing mums on their terms, not being like, we employ mums, but they have to be, paid a minimum wage and they have to be in the office from nine until nine um, with a headset on at their desk. It's like, we're employing mums. We trust them to work from home. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, mum and you, that's my other, that's my top can four. I can I do one? You can do one. What's yours? Waitrose, seven oats. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Because it was Mike's, but have we spoken since Mike's birthday? I think so. Did I tell you about the Corona sunrises? I spoke to you the day after the Corona sunrises. Oh, so no, we haven't. <laughs> no. So what happened was for my. Can I just? But but before you start, can I just say I think Waitrose in general, since I was little, have been noted for their good customer service. Yeah, but this particular person went above. Yeah. Them. Right. So what happened was. It was Mike's birthday. He was 44. Have I mentioned that? Mike's 44. It's mid-40s. You've mentioned 40s, 44. 
mid-40s, old husband. He also got his pair of first glasses a couple of weeks ago. Anyway, anyway. Um, so we normally, for his birthday, we normally go to a really slap up, for a slap up meal, obviously we couldn't. So I did, I went on this company called Resto Kit, which is yeah. like a Michelin star restaurant. It's not all Michelin star restaurants, but like they basically, it's like a posh gusto, but, or gusto, however you say it, but you, you just basically warm the stuff up. You don't have to do any chopping. Right? Yeah. So I got in this really lovely meal, cost an absolute bloody fortune, it got delivered. And I thought, what I'll do is when it, on the Saturday, I'll say, and can I take your drinks order, sir, for the evening meal tonight? And I'll pop out and I'll get whatever he wants to drink, right? When he's looked at the menu, that's what I'm doing. He wanted a margarita. He wanted margaritas, right? So I was like, I can do that, margaritas. So um, I went to four shops and no Quantro because I didn't want triple sec. There's no triple sec. So yeah. I got no Quantro, no Quantro. So eventually I went to Waitrose and this was like 7 p.m., right? And yeah. the night of his birthday, I hadn't started cooking the meal, right? I was getting really stressed. So I said to this woman, there's no Quantro. Went, I'll go and check in the back. So I had like, I had six, a bag of 16 limes because I didn't have any, I didn't, couldn't fathom how many limes I would need for margaritas. So I just literally just went like <laughs> into a bag, scooped yeah. up all the limes. Um, and she came out, she went, sorry, there's a shortage of Quantro. I went, oh, <laughs> because of Brexit. And I was like, Brexit's oh, got a lot to answer for. That makes sense. Anyway, so I just went into the alcohol department, panicked vodka maybe if they talked about that before brexit people would yes. have sat off and noticed yeah you won't be able to get your choice of booze no <laughs> so i'm like i'm just panicking up vodka fresh oranges some orange juice just to put a load of beer in there and um we'd already got tequila at home right we were sorting for tequila because um that was fine that was left over from tequila. my birthday yeah uh, uh, this this poor young lady she was about 19 20 she said, I have to count your limes individually. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. I thought you'd have had to have weighed them. So she's there going, one, two. It had like 16 limes. She wasn't like me where she was like, sorry, I've got to start again. I've lost it. No, no, no. Anyway, anyway I'm like, I, to everyone behind me, I'm like, I'm so sorry, 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 sorry. Like that. Oh, and then she go, and he goes, she sees the Corona. And she's like, oh, you're making Corona sunrises? Because she saw orange juice and Corona. And I was like, no, but I'm desperate for a cocktail for my husband's birthday. Today, tell me more about that. She's like, oh, so a laundress, try it. It's amazing. So you have a bottle of Corona beer or any beer, I suppose. Um, you drink it to the top of the label. Yeah. And then you put- Did you do that bit for Mike? I, I do anything called a beer tax anyway. Whenever I buy get him a beer, I take a beer tax, which is a swig. Yeah. Beer tax. Okay. We're going okay. to get it. So you, you you take you drink the beer to the top of the label, and then yeah. uh, now this you have to Google this laundrettes. You put some tequila and some orange juice and a lime in it, and it's basically a margarita, and it tastes and it, it sounds disgusting, but it tastes at, it's gorgeous, but it's deceptively alcoholic. And like after about half of one, you're like, <laughs> because you. I texted you about something and you didn't respond and usually don't respond after like 8.30 p.m. anyway. No. But then I got a message from you in the morning going, sorry, 
had had, had, had some Corona sunrises. And I was like, oh, God. No, you said, sorry, I was drinking tequila. And I was like, oh, Gemma. What was it? It was a Friday night. Saturday night. Saturday night. And I was like, Gemma, is it just, that's just, was it just to celebrate? And you were like, no, it's Mike's birthday. Yeah. Um, so she did amazingly well. And then, and then after she'd sorted my evening out, as I was like wrestling with my 16 limes, this old yeah. like older man was behind me in the queue. He must have been like 45 or something. He was really old. It's older man. <laughs> He's at least like four or five years older than me. This older man. We're gonna um, have loads of regrets who are like I'm in my fifties. Stop being so rude. Gemma's just on one. Sorry, I am rude. Ask John, he'll concur. I'm very rude. Um, <laughs> anyway. This older man. She, so she said to this old man, um, I'm very sorry to keep you waiting. And I'm like, rude, as I'm wrestling with my line. And I, and, um, and I'm she, very sorry about this woman. And he said, that's all right. He said, but my wife and daughter at home are really, really hungry. So this amazing customer service lady, who I should have got a name, and I should have, you know, emailed head office, said to him, would you like some free flowers for them? And he picked a bunch of roses, free. She's amazing. Uh, I just want to go and give her a cuddle. So I'm me, such an uncuddly person, but there are- Problem solved, problem solved. It's amazing. She sounds great. I'm going to go and stalk around Seven Oaks Waitrose. <laughs> Be like, are you the Corona Sunrise person? coming in for a cuddle um that sounds lovely yeah I feel like it must have been a really crap year for customer services because everyone's doing more stuff online the post has been shocking Mm. everyone's forgotten how to behave everyone's forgotten how to interact (laughs) yeah um I have yeah I have I um I've had to because of leaving my job I had to leave loads of Facebook groups and chats and stuff and there's one chat I haven't left yet because it's making people feel uncomfortable that I'm still in there and I'm totally here for that um but it's called what is happening because that's how I always start conversations with people what's happening what's happening what's happening (laughs) well usually you'll be like oh my goodness and then you'll just put your phone down for eight hours so I'll be like what's happening what's what's happening she's been taken down by a chicken do I need to what's going on I almost was taken down by a chicken today she was very excited she wanted her things yeah her food her food yeah pecking me um I'm very happy how many eggs are you getting and um, between three and four a day. But oh, laundrettes, I have one particular chicken every day at half eight. Sam's in pain. She must be laying. In the morning? Mm. Yeah. All the others lay quite quietly, but she is just like. Rah! 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 You know, sounds like she's struggling. Oh, okay, chicken laundrettes. Um, Maybe she's just got a lot to say. No, it, it, you know, instinctively, I feel like there's, there's pain. Go down there and stroke a hair or something. Oh, that's like, the dealer oh, in you. 
But we haven't, um, you ha- you received an awful lot of nice people saying nice things, didn't you? And I really embarrassed yeah. you on, on Facebook. <laughs> it was really funny. Uh, it wasn't, because you went really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so this very, no, she's doing it now, she's gone all fetal. This very lovely, Ju- um, was her name Judy? Judy, Judy, yeah. I love yeah. Judy. She, also, can I just say, for one of the reasons, I know, I know Judy through my Facebook group, but one of the reasons Judy particularly stood out is because it's a great retro name, Judy. And um, she's not a fan of it. But I'm like, no, it's a great, like, f- vintage mm. name, I think. Um, yeah, so Judy. So Judy very sweetly. Chippy's had a really pants week. Um, let's everyone. She, and she said, I'll start. And she was like, she listed her, all the ways that you were amazing. Right. And I don't normally like <laughs> I don't normally go on Facebook and because obviously this post was getting quite a lot of interaction when I did go on Facebook the Facebook algorithm was like Gemma needs to see this <laughs> I think you need to be looking at this Gemma, Gemma. needs to be involved in this chat <laughs> so I was like oh this is great I hadn't actually had any tequila it was it was it was, oh, it was just spontaneous niceness yes and, <laughs> and, and yeah and, and um it was it all it all all went downhill from there and Chippy sort of in, well, I'm sure she wanted to you know go what, her own backside and not come out of one. <laughs> yeah, it was so nice and unexpected. Got a spot, look. Oh, you need to get some salicylic acid on that. Stop <laughs> touching it. Yeah, it was very nice. And I realise that I read stuff like that and it's like, it's almost like I read it sarcastically. So I was like, I have work to do, because even when you have a nice Facebook post of like people saying incredible things. And also what was really nice is like, because there's a lot of people in there, um, obviously not as much as yours, Gemma. Um, but but you probably had the same when you started your Facebook group. Like there are people, people come and go, people drift in and drift out. And there are a couple of people were like Corinna really helped me when I did x or when she did x or y or something specifically like um one of the ladies mums was diagnosed with cancer and was dying and um had really taken pride in her skincare and her appearance and so we put together a box of goodies to send her um and I always uh like to try and help people all the time and being a makeup artist and skincare person you can't often help people in a big way but I really like the fact that you can help people in some ways and that was a real standout moment for me because I was like I really felt like it was a practical thing I could do but I'd completely forgotten about it because it was a, a while ago and it so that was it was really nice to see a couple of things and be like oh my goodness that was so nice and I sort of could then go and catch up with her so it was really nice but I did read it being like is everyone being really sarcastic yeah what happened was prior to that what we'd done we'd all set up like a Facebook like group chat <laughs> and Run we were you. like how can we how can we prank Chippy oh I know we'll all pretend we really like her and we all think she's actually quite nice really um and then but then at the end of it one of us just says jokes <laughs> joke you're a twat <laughs> <laughs> um 
it was really nice and it really um shows the power of being nice because i had that um my teamy sent me the most hysterical lovely card someone who worked at the company with me but wasn't on my team sent me some beautiful tulips like everyone's been really supportive and nice so that was good but um Gemma Gemma wrote a comment saying that I was her best friend and then I sent her a message saying it's literally like um you've asked me to go out with you do you remember those awkward conversations at school where it's like oh you didn't go to a mixed school you went to a girls school no I didn't because I was thinking to myself like do you want to go out with me no oh yeah my friend (laughs) my friend thinks you're dead fit yeah (laughs) thank god we don't have to do that anymore yeah um no because I was thinking to myself was I was reading through all these comments I was thinking to myself if I'm having a really bad day who would I message probably chippy and or my you know I am but we often joke about it but yeah so I, I just quite like the female Derek it was important and uh, but yeah it was funny because I could I was wetting myself laughing because to myself because I was sat up in bed because because it was quite late and I was get I was doing my yeah. wind down routine I mean I'd sprayed Which my, going on the internet late at night I sprayed my lavender bed pillow spray oh, no yeah and I, I'd had from my, where which one this one oh that is lovely so I'd sprayed lovely. that I put yeah. my hand cream on, I put my foot cream on, brush my hair, brush my teeth, just climbing into bed. So I wouldn't normally have checked it. So I was laying in bed, giggling to myself, like... <laughs> <laughs> just, I just thought, she's just going to be like in a corner, dying somewhere, going, oh my God, I didn't ask for all this attention. But my husband, I was so... When I first saw it, I was just like, oh my goodness. And so I held my phone in front of my husband's face and he was like, oh my God, that's amazing. And then later he was like, right, I'm going to go on and read all those comments. And I was, he was just like, this is the most amazing thing ever. And I was like, it's weird. Like, I feel weird. I feel like it's like it seeking. It yeah, I felt, it does make you feel a bit icky though. It but feels like so I've nice been asking for loads of attention, but it was really... Um, yeah, I just think I, I was in a position where my um, anxious, depressed brain, which doesn't need an excuse to give it myself a real kicking and tell myself that I'm an awful person. And I had been saying to Joe, I'm an awful person. I feel like I'm an awful person and the universe has rumbled me. And um, and Joe was just like, no, that's not the case. And I was like, there's no smoke without fire, blah, blah, blah. And so... It was really nice because I was like, well, there's loads of people saying nice things. And so I can't be everything that my brain is telling me. Do you see what I mean? Like, it, unless I'm just very good at acting, in which unless case I should. I it really, really well. Yeah. In which case I should really redirect myself to the theatre uh, to take that on. Yeah, I think it was. It was. But yeah, it was very nice. Really, really nice. And I think you know the fact that people had remembered those incidents, like where you'd helped them, and you know made them feel important. Yeah, and, and what you were saying at the beginning about Huel and pet insurance. And yeah, but also it's those things that I think if you took them individually like it I would tell the story of like well I helped this lady put together a box of stuff for her mum like she could have done that without me it wasn't that big a deal 
or do you know what I mean? Even though I loved being able to do it, but what I think is it's those little things that you do for people that may seem like you wish you could do more. Like I always remember when my dad died, people being like, I wish there was something I could do. And I remember my friend Libby, I'm sure I've said this before, she just phoned every day and she didn't ask me questions. She'd just chat. And if I didn't answer the phone, she'd just leave me a message being like, she's phoning for a chat, blah, blah, blah. You know, and it would be like, went to the shop today or whatever it was. And just the fact that she was consistently there, she didn't ask anything of me. And I just remember being like, that is what you have to do when, when someone is bereaved. Because had I been a talker, I could have talked to her, but I wasn't a talker, but she was there. Mm. And I think it's that thing of like, if you think that something you're doing for someone is not enough or it's too small or there's no point in doing it because it's not enough of a gesture, those little things are the things that really make a difference. Here endeth the lecture. But like, and the thing of Judy could have very easily not put that post up. So I just basically think it just it I would like it would be so easy for Judy to not have um bothered writing the nice post. It would so, be so easy for people to think, well, there's lots of comments there I don't need to add, um, that kind of thing. And I think lots of little things build up and make a big difference. Mm. Yeah, so it was nice. It was lovely. It was lovely. So also, yeah. Also be nice nice to come to services, people. Yeah, I'm rounding up the episode there. Can we just before I've got like what's going on on your eyelids apart from the eyeliner? You got some sort of eyeshadow going on there? Yeah, it's some of it is sweat, um, probably, um, but it's like a glittery thing. Yeah, I really like it. Bronze. I mean, I get offended when you buy makeup without running it by the It probably should have been thrown away five years ago. It's Maybelline something or other. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Right. Now now we've done a jingle. Yeah. So you're gonna tell me your positive of the week? Oh fuck, the positive. Oh shit balls. It's hard to think of one during this current yeah, no, that is my positive for the week. Everyone's amazing. Well, not everyone. No, I can think of two people that I'd happily bury their heads in the sand and watch whilst they asphyxiate. Friend of the pod. And I was just telling you that I was recording a podcast. Oh. Say hello, Hi, Derek. You are now hello. on the podcast anyway. So. Hello, podcast. <laughs> hello. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, man. Bye bye. Bye bye. So, yeah, that's my positive. Everyone's, everyone, thanks to everyone who has sent me a nice message um, or added to that blah, 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 blah. What's your positive week? Is it Eddie's a cutie, cutie, cutie baby dog? Yeah, Eddie's not left my side. We can actually oh. smell the chicken wings. That's what he's here for at the moment. But he has just... I love that. Um, I... Hang on, let's take a picture. Can you hold Eddie up so I can take a picture for the laundrette? Oh, drop it. I love him. Oh, he's... Yeah. I don't often get funny about other people's dogs, but literally it's the moment I met Eddie, it was like, you know he's got he's gone all because he's a bit fluffy he looks like a yorkshire terrier at the moment no he doesn't he looks like a jack russell no have you seen a yorkshire terrier 
He's you just don't. so placid. You can literally do anything. <laughs> the most divine dog. Anyway, my positive of the week is that I have booked my gym place and I've actually phoned the gym to make sure they can confirm my booking. <laughs> now, I to do it on did, the Gemma, did you last week make it look a little bit like I implied you needed to go to the gym? <laughs> I was like, oh, look, she's put a bit of a video. Oh, look, she's put a bit of that up. <laughs> I was thinking about how happy you were going to be about the gyms. Literally, because I don't really pay attention to the announcements and they don't really make much of a difference to my life if it doesn't involve school. I am all about the gyms, even though I'm not going to go. And I'm literally like, oh, Gemma's going to be happy. Are the gyms? Is Gemma going to be okay? What are they saying about the gyms? Joe's like, why? Why do you care about the gym? Are the gyms opening, Joe? I'm so like, happy. what? I'm so happy about the gyms. I'm, I'm, I can't tell you. I already feel like a weight has lifted to know that. I can yeah. The gym. I really. Are you do. going on the twelfth? On the twelfth at four fifteen, I shall be queuing up with my having my temperature taken. Do you have to wear a mask? Mask. Gone mank. Do you have to wear a mask on the no god no machines no, no. it's just once you, when you're in the public areas yeah once you're once you're sort of once you're in you're all right but from door to gym you have to wear a mask and the good thing about I'm considering getting a bicycle like a nice one with a basket on the front so I can see yeah the gym. friend of mine what um I walk most days with my friend Natalie don't think she listens hi Natalie if you do um she and her husband was buying a bike they cycle their kids cycle she actually taught my eldest to cycle a couple of weeks ago because my kids don't and I don't care um and it was just really funny because we were outside the bike shop they were having bikey conversations that I don't understand Natalie would say things like do you like that bike and I'd be like yeah I mean it's it's got two wheels that works as a bike doesn't it Mm -hmm. and I just thought god nothing on god's earth makes me want to do this it yeah. just no it's a no from me i would i i'm i'm i would like i like the idea of it but i really don't want to have to wear a helmet you don't legally have to wear a helmet no but you should and like for me that ruins my friend of me cycling jessica. down the country lanes my friend jessica also listens to the pod hi uh she fell off her bike when she was little and now has a dodged sense of smell oh okay yeah there you go you see um and so ever since she told me that I was like helmets on everyone see I haven't ridden a bike for probably I can see you on a bike with a basket a basket I know how long would it take you to cycle straight back I don't want I don't want a mountain bike I want an old-fashioned ladies racer Oh, do you know what I've? If I had to get a bike, yeah, I'd get a Dutch bike. Why? Because they don't have a post along the thing. This is what oh, I've learned. Female bikes do. All female bikes do this. No, some have a thing. Huh? Do they? Is it all female bikes? I don't want to be lifting my leg over anything. No. So most. This is what I want: an old-fashioned female bike where, so you can get on. If you were wearing a skirt, you wouldn't have to. There'll be yeah. no leg cocking. I don't want any bladder leak. Not that I'm going on one, but I don't want to have to hoik my leg up. Bad things happen. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I can I I can envisage myself. Sort yeah, of I think you'd be really good on a bike. Going to the gym. Going to the gym. Yeah. Your bag in the front. Dog in the front in the basket. Yeah. He can't go to the gym though. What would you do with him? Put him in your locker. He probably would wait in there as well, knowing yeah, it. He would. <laughs> you'd shut the door and he'd be pulling his little furry face, and you'd open the door and he hadn't moved. Little Eddie. How is before we go? Update the laundress on Magda. How is she doing? Magda is a very good girl. Um she we took her to the vet, first trip to the vet. She was really good. She walks on the lead. She is basically house trained, fingers crossed. I mean, she sometimes, like I went upstairs the other day and she peed in my bedroom, but I think that's more to do with the fact we don't let her upstairs, so she hasn't kind of mm. computed that. Mm -hmm. uh, she's 13.8 kilos, so she's put on 0.8 kilos uh, in the last week. So, she, yeah, she's very good. She's a very good girl. Good. And everyone keeps going, did she really come from Romania? She's very calm, which is reassuring. She may, People also keep sending me, though, there's a meme of, like, a cute puppy, and it says, like, naught to four months. And then there's a baby dinosaur and it says four to 18 months. And then there's a nice grown up dog that says 18 months plus. And I'm, every, I'm waiting. I'm awaiting the dinosaur phase. Mm. But yeah, she's cute. Good. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall speak to you all next week. Say goodbye. Oh, that noise was Eddie. It wasn't me, by the way. For the <laughs> audible. Whatever. We shall Eddie's speak to you all next week. laundrettes. He's still here, look. <laughs> I can see his little ears. <laughs> Literally, right. it looks like you have a muff on your lap. Thank you. 